Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Have you ever seen a lighthouse beaming its light to guide ships away from dangerous rocks? Have you ever been inside a lighthouse? A lighthouse can be a very interesting place to visit if you're at the beach or the seashore. Keep your eyes open for one the next time you take a trip. The Shoebox Kids are back. The same kids you read about in Primary Treasure are in their 12th book. This time, Maria and Chris and their family are on vacation at the seashore. Besides living in a yurt, Chris and Maria find a mystery when they discover an old cemetery, and that mystery leads them to an abandoned lighthouse and the story of the lighthouse keeper. The Mystery of the Abandoned Lighthouse is a special Shoebox Kids book. It's the only Shoebox Kids book written by a kid. Shoebox Kids reader and primary Sabbath school member Grant Perdue and his mother, Suzanne Perdue. The story they share shows us the importance of trusting others and the difference God can make in your life. Can you solve the mystery of the abandoned lighthouse before Maria and Chris do? Chapter 1. The Mystery Begins Why are we stopping here? asked Chris as the Vargas's car pulled up in front of a round, funny-looking structure. The Vargas's were just beginning their family vacation. Chris, Maria, and Yo-Yo knew they were spending it at the beach, but they didn't know where. Mr. and Mrs. Vargas had decided to surprise them about staying in a yurt in a beach state park. This is where we're staying, replied Mr. Vargas. In that thing? exclaimed Chris. What is it? It looks like a... a... a yurt, said Maria in a know-it-all voice. A what? Chris asked. A yurt, Maria repeated as she climbed out of the car. It's like a round tent, except it's sturdier because it's supported by a wooden framework inside. So how come you know so much about yurts, asked Chris as he followed her out of the back seat. Yurts, corrected Maria. I learned about them in school. The Mongolian people live in them, except their yurts are made out of animal skins. Oh, cool, exclaimed Chris. I hope ours is. Ours is made of heavy canvas, said Maria, as she walked up the path to the yurt. Chris and Yo-Yo followed close behind. Hey, look, it has a wooden door just like a real house, said Chris, but I can't see anything inside. He tried to peer through the window. Maybe there are Mongolians hiding in there. The shade's down, Chris, said Maria. Besides, there aren't any Mongolians around here. They live on the other side of the world. They're nomads. They're what? asked Chris. Nomads, answered Maria. That means they move around a lot. Instead of building a new house every time they move, they just take their yurt apart, pack it up, and take it with them. But this isn't Mongo, said Yo-Yo, tugging on Maria's pant leg. It's the beach, so why are there yurts here? So people like us can stay in them, teased Mrs. Vargas. Some of the parks are trying them out to see if people like them. And they must like them, Dad joined in. This was the last one available for this week when I made our reservation. Here's the key. Let's go check it out. The inside of the yurt was small but cozy. A thick wooden latticework wall attached to a wooden floor supported the beige canvas walls. The top of the yurt had a round skylight that let in plenty of light. Against the far wall, a small electric heater was built into a low wood wall. On the left side of the yurt was a bunk bed with a double bed on the bottom and a single bed on top. Across from it was a futon that folded down into a double bed. In between was a low wooden table. Ooh, Mommy, this is so cute, exclaimed Yo-Yo. But where's the bathroom? It's down the path that goes right behind our yurt, said Mrs. Vargas. I'll show you as soon as we get settled. It's for all the campers in this area. That's where the showers are, too. Hey, can I have the top bed? hollered Chris. 
Yo-Yo and Maria can sleep on the bottom. You and Mom can sleep on the futon. Sounds like you got it all figured out, Chris, said Mr. Vargas. Is that all right with everyone else? It's fine as long as Yo-Yo doesn't start kicking me, said Maria. And if Maria doesn't knock me off the bed, giggled Yo-Yo. Well then, let's get our stuff and get settled, said Mr. Vargas. So, Dad, how did you decide to stay here, asked Chris, as he carried a load of stuff to the yurt. It was actually Mom's idea, he answered. You know how she likes the beach. I'd read about some parks renting yurts. I thought it sounded like a fun place for us to vacation. What do you think? At first I thought it was sort of weird looking, said Chris. You thought I'd picked some strange place to stay in that you'd be bored or embarrassed about, Mr. Vargas asked. Yes, I guess I did, Chris muttered. But now I think it's going to be great. It will be, replied Mr. Vargas with a twinkle in his eye. Just trust me. Okay, I'll try, grinned Chris. Say, Dad, when we get everything settled, can Maria and I do a little exploring? Sure, just don't go too far, said Mr. Vargas. Minutes later, Chris and Maria were headed out the door of the yurt. I wonder who's staying in that one, Maria said, pointing to the yurt next to theirs. I don't know, said Chris. There doesn't seem to be anyone around right now. There's a car parked there, said Maria, and look at the license plate. Someone drove a long way to get here. I wonder why. It could be a mystery. Oh, come on, Maria, urged Chris. They are probably here on vacation just like us. There, your mystery is solved. Let's go exploring. As Chris and Maria walked through the campground, the main road kept going to the right, while the left branched off to a small parking area. Chris headed left. Come on, Chris, said Maria. That's just the RV dump area. Let's keep going. Chris stopped for a minute and looked around. Wait, he said. It looks like there's a path going up that sand dune between the trees. Let's go look. Do you think it goes anywhere, Maria asked as she hiked up the sandy path behind Chris. There isn't a signpost, but it looks like other people have walked here. Or animals, Chris said as he pushed his way past a tree limb that hung down into the path. It could be a deer trail, or maybe a... What is it? exclaimed Maria coming around the corner. What do you see? Shh, whispered Chris. Take a look at this. The story you've heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 12, Mystery of the Abandoned Lighthouse, written by Suzanne Grant Purdue and Grant Purdue, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1 800 765 6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.